might have been a lot worse at that. But the spirit of adventure is unquenched. The crew of a fishing smack brings news of giant octopus nearby. Can't afford to miss a chance to photograph one of these elephant spiders of the ocean floor. The diver is going to try and locate the octopus and pose him for the camera. The ocean floor is a dream world, silent, vast, mystic, unreal, lonely beyond words, beauty that haunts one, majesty all its own, inhabited by strange, weird creatures like this great sea anemone, so named because it looks like the windflower. You've seen little ones on the rocks at low tide, long tentacles like the petals of a lovely flower, but when touched, they close up into a compact ball. Like the giant ray, it lives by scooping in its prey and sucking it to pieces. Now watch how quickly the fish that our boys throw down is enclosed in that living sepulcher. But the study period is rudely interrupted. The cameraman, ever on the watch, sees a great hammerhead shark circling about too close behind the diver for safety. Must get him up and destroy the menace so everybody takes a hand. Well, this shark business is getting on their nerves. They spoil all the fun. The shark family takes many queer forms. The hammerhead is about the strangest and one of the most dangerous. The barb and heavy line don't do the trick fast enough. So the captain puts a few slugs of lead into it. But even that doesn't stop a shark unless by chance one happens to sever the spinal column. Well, all right, diver. We've got him out of the way. Let's go. You know, this diver's rig isn't the easiest thing in the world to handle. Moving isn't hard, but progress is retarded, like a slow motion picture, because of the water resistance. In this submerged world, queer, unreal lights play across the ocean floor. Strange fish peer out of unexpected corners. Forests of gently undulating seaweed. Gaudy shells, which at the touch of the diver's foot become animate and scuttle away. The camera can look so much farther afield. Merciful powers, what's this eerie shape? There it is. Look out, octopus. The crawling, irresistible, slimy, death-dealing monster of the seafloor. And he's behind the diver. There's no phone in his helmet. His pal to warn him. What a chance he takes. Good, good man, make him see. Oh, strange indeed are the wonders of the... Eight great, immensely powerful arms, each with its two rows of deathly suckers. Ooh, look out! That slithering death is right on you! He'll crush your bones into jelly! Look out, boy! Look out! Quick, now, quick! The helmet and boots are too heavy. Get out of them! Get out of there! Oh, thank goodness! Oh, well, let's call this fellow names, too. He deserves to be sworn at. 
You old cephalopod, that's you. Octopus punctatus, accent on the punk. Say, that was a close call. Three days out from Acapulco, dragged offshore by a good tug, refitted, restocked, everybody happy and raring to go. The only thing that couldn't be replaced was the diver's rig. That's probably decorating the parlor of some mermaid by now. Hello, there's something that looks interesting. Uh, interesting, I should say it is, big news. What the newspaper man would call a whale of a story. This is a real whale, 120 feet long. Whales are strange creatures, mammals, originally land animals. There she blows. They're warm-blooded, breathing air by lungs, having babies, not eggs, and nursing them with milk. Their greatest enemy is the swordfish, a monster mackerel. And there goes one now. Straight for the whale's vulnerable belly, he goes. Through ages of poking into other people's business, this fellow's nose has lengthened out until in big fish it attains a length of five or six feet, sharp enough to drive straight through the side of a small boat. What a schnoz, what a schnoz. This swordfish is without doubt the gamest fish that swims the ocean. He goes after whales like a terrier after a bull. It's instinct, of course. Often a swordfish will charge a ship and drive his snout into the planking until it breaks short off. Imagine what it must do to a fish, even one with so tough a hide as the whale. What a fight, what a fight! The swordfish has all the advantage of quicker turning, sharper weapons. The whale's only defense is his mighty tail. One clean blow with that two-ton sledge, and even this terrific stabber would be put out of commission. But the swordfish rolled with a punch. Now they spar for a moment at long range. Then back goes the old stabber. Caesar's good, what a battle. Threw him clean out of the ocean. Friends, no one has ever been lucky enough to photograph any such fight as this before. But the race is not always to the swift, nor is the battle always to the strong. Remember David and Goliath. Oh, this is terrible. Leviathan in range. Dangerously wounded. Well, there can be only one end to this fight. Our boys decide to put the gallant old monster out of his misery. For this attack might go on for days. Remember this whale weighs not less than 120 tons. There's a lot of him to die. This is risky work. It takes nerve to go in under those terrifically slapping tails and put a harpoon into the poor old beaten monster. But they're going to do it. Now, Zam! This new irritation sends the giant off on a new tack. Up he comes and out he goes. Look out for sharks, boy. Poor old whale. What a tragedy of the sea. How many times this happens, no one will ever know. There isn't always a camera so handy to record the battle. And even when our boys have captured the whale, the villains still pursued her. They signal a commercial whaler way off to Lewis, as there's no hope of salvaging the valuable oils and fats of the huge windfall. They tell her to come a-running before the prize collapses and sinks. Once the breathing ceases, the huge body can no longer stay afloat. 
The whaler's fish captain gets ready his harpoon gun, the Sven Poin gun, invented by a Scandinavian of that name. Come on, men, come on, get it over with. The poor devil's dying. The same old story. We must be cruel only to be kind. Now, give it to him! All the while they're towing in the gigantic captive, the harpy is still battening on his entrail. This Christmas present is worth at least $3,000 to the whaler. Now get the airline out, boys. Bump in the air, don't let him sink now. Ooh, look at those great gaping wounds made by that demon of a swordfish. Fish from hell, that's what you are. You certainly had a lot of nerve tackling the big, strong feller. 600 pounds against 240,000. Now they're pumping him full of air. Ooh, what a mess you made of it, you. But the boys say, uh, we'll give you a break, Mr. Schnozzle. We're going out and get you, get you with a rod and reel. That ought to be some sport. Yes, sir, when you talk about thrills, this game of fighting the monster swordfish with a rod and line certainly takes the pennant. I say, watch, we're going to show you a most unusual camera shot. It's like a fish-eye view of things. Now look underneath the boat and see the propeller in action. Now, anybody who hasn't a firm grip on his emotions had better not look anymore, for something's going to happen around here, and I don't mean maybe. There he goes. You old boys who can remember the thrill that came when first you felt a tug at the cork on your line in the old mill pond, when a six-ounce perch grabbed your worm, maybe you can figure this thrill. 600 pounds or so of the fightingest, maddest fish that ever snapped a hook is out there on the end of that slapping line with the reel singing its protest. Bring him up, bring him up, bring him up. Reel in, reel in. If he doubles on that line, you'll lose him. Wrists of iron are certainly needed for this work. Great catfish, what a leap. Whoa, another mad leap. Take up the slack. Take it up. Take it up quick now. Up he goes again. Don't let him trick you, mister. Don't let him trick you. Oh, what a mighty surge that was to carry a quarter of a ton of fish clear out of the water. Would I say the swordfish was game? Now it settled down into a battle of wits. How'd you like to run a handbook on this event? The fish knows that his only chance is to leap and turn in the air and try to foul the line so that he can double back on it and snap it off. How does he know it? Well, uh, how does he know how to swim in the first place? Instinct, the primal instinct of all created things, self-preservation. There he goes again. Impossible, you say. Well, there it is. The camera can't lie. But he's a desperate fish, a black-hearted scoundrel, of course, but you've got to hand it to him for the fighting spirit. Yes, sir, this is a real battle. Oh, murder an ounce. That leap surpasses them all.
And to think that this little trifling line is expected to control such a stupendous battering ram as the swordfish has proved himself to be. It's just one desperate leap after another, and each time the human adversary must be on his toes, ready to reel in, to slack off, to play this brute as you would a mountain trout. But he's got to end sometime. He's bound to tire himself out at that rate. It looks to me as if he just about shot his bolt now. Steadily, slowly, patiently, but relentlessly, the captor is bringing the floundering demon closer and closer to the boat. Ah, this is going to be something else again, Morris. It's all well enough to hook him and play him in close, but what kind of man is this who thinks he can gaff this demon? Don't lose him, fella, don't lose him. Dig in your toes, boy. Get your heels under a seat. Stick to him, boy. Stick to him. Slip's taken over. Now heave away. Oh, oh, oh. Afraid you're going clean out of your class, old chap. Now you got him again. Put a twitch on his nose, boy. Ride him, cowboy. Now look out for his heels. No schnoz or no schnoz. No darn fish that ever swum can get the best of me. Whoopee! And that is that.